This is Accent Insights. I'm Avi Kaufman. And I'm Ron Scharf. And we are Accent Realty. Okay, so I think today we're going to start with a little bit of a recap of two properties we talked about last week, proving with a sample set of three that if you get mentioned on our brand new but burgeoning podcast, we are going to do <laughs> great things for your property, or maybe not so great. <laughs> well, let's start with one where it turned out great. 30 Stearns Road, Unit 604. We talked about that one last week. We liked that two-bedroom. Remember, that was the, the Miami Beach condo? Miami Beach condo with a very large uh, common room. So we talked about how it was a little bit uh, priced a little bit high for a two-bedroom, but actually just about right for the square footage. A great building with a pool, nicely kept, and elevator, underground parking. That was listed for nine twenty-five. It, it uh, accepted an offer and went on contingent status prior to the open house. So someone uh, bought out the open house. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. So so just to uh, be technical, it went on contingent status, which is a little different than saying that it's under agreement. It says essentially that we've accepted an offer, but there are contingencies. But I think you know the the signal you send to the market is don't bother because we've got what we want. I think that's absolutely right. I believe they still have the open houses, um, but uh, it, it does send that signal that it, it's spoken for, as it were. So Avi, what do you think about putting a property under agreement before the open house, after the broker tour, but before the open house, before maybe lots of people gotten a chance to see it? You know, uh, obviously it was a great offer that tempted the seller. Uh, it, it's always the seller's decision, but you know, there, there's downsides to that as well. Yeah, I mean, I have two caveats when this kind of thing happens. When someone comes in really hot um, and makes a really strong offer like that, it's great and it feels great to the to the seller. And, and I should say at this point, we don't know what the offer was, but we think it probably had to be pretty good. But I would say that, you know, in terms of offers that tend to dry up, those are the ones when someone gets really hot, I think those are the ones that cool down fast too. So I think there's some risk there. And, and what about just not getting everyone in who might want to see it? What do you think about that? Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's that's exactly the risk. I think that if someone's interested on uh, Friday, they'll be interested on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's right. And then I think if you have more than one offer, that buyer who's really hot is going to feel like, oh, I've got competition, which you know otherwise they're doing it in a vacuum. So something to think about there. Um, another property we talked about last week, uh, which didn't quite have the same success, unfortunately, uh, was Fifty Nine Green Street. Remember, Avi, this is the uh, this is the townhouse in Coolidge Corner, newer construction, big house. I, I like this one. They had the treehouse inside. So, the looking at the property history on this one, just to remind everyone, this was listed in September for three million. It was it was taken off the market for almost a month, end of September, put back on October with a with a price drop of fifty thousand. Uh, and then another price dropped to uh, 2.85 just recently, uh, January 24th. And then it, it went under agreement January 25th and then back on the market January 29th. So it's now back uh, on the market at 2.85 million. Right. And I think this is interesting because the one on Stearns listed itself as contingent, which tells the market we've accepted an offer, but it could fall through. This one was listed as under agreement, which is you know usually what you do after the contingencies have cleared. So it's a little less common to see something that's under agreement than go back on the market. I think this would be a very interesting podcast discussion in and of itself, the, the implications of the different statuses. Um, I, I see it both ways, and I, I see advantages to doing both ways, because one way stops the clock and one doesn't in terms of days on market. Right. And, and, you know, so I think we definitely should talk about it in the future. And one other thing to note about this, which we can pick up in that podcast as well, is you mentioned that this one came off the market for one month. One month off the market and your days on market counter continues to count. 
two months off the market and you come on again as a new listing. So that sends a signal to the market as well. Okay, well, why don't we talk about uh, three of the properties we saw this week on Wednesday's broker tours that we thought were interesting. Yeah, so 20 Chapel Street, unit B1004. Uh, this is a two-bedroom condo in Longwood Towers, 946 square feet, one bathroom, 929000 Yeah, and I think you know if you haven't been in Longwood Towers, you should go. It's a really unique complex. It's beautiful. It has this old castle feeling to it. These units are super close to the medical area, so they're very uh, attractive to doctors and people working in the medical area. And um, it's a full-service building, doorman. It's got valet parking every time you drive. Only valet parking. Exactly. Every time you pull up, someone's going to take your car for you, so that's really nice. Um, And I think another thing to, to point out in case people are confused, the B here for B1004 is not a basement. It doesn't mean basement unit as it sometimes does. The Longwood Towers has uh, multiple towers and it means that it's in the B Tower. It's actually quite high and has beautiful views and nice light. We also saw 12 Marion Terrace, Unit 12. Uh, this is a townhouse uh, just under 2,000 square feet, 1.4 million, three bedrooms, two and a half baths. Uh, was listed in the fall, went under agreement then, accepted an offer. Uh, and then the buyer had a change of heart, as sometimes happens. It's unfortunate. So they took it off the market in December and just are putting it back on now. Yeah. And I think this is, you know, this is an interesting unit because it's a great, great location. But these, uh, it's, it's part of a bank of townhouses that is very different for Brookline. You know, this is not a Victorian. It's not a colonial. These are like in the mold of suburban uh, subdivision townhouses that were built in the 80s. It's kind of narrow and up and down. Um, and it, has, it just doesn't feel a lot like what you're going to find in Brookline. So something interesting about this one, uh, 1.4 million, three bedrooms, two and a half baths. Many of the buyers who look in that category are looking to have their three bedrooms on the same floor or uh, easily accessible to each other. This one has an interesting layout where two of the bedrooms are on the top floor one of the bedrooms is on the lower level, and there's a floor in between. Uh, so it, it won't appeal to everyone, but I think it will certainly appeal very much to someone. Yeah, I mean, and, and part of that appeal is garage parking with entry into the building. Um, if you if you want to have a separate you know bedroom or office that is separated from the the main ones, you have that here. And I and and it's a very comfortable house. It's not new. Uh, but it's it, it has a very nice sort of warm, inviting feel to it. There's a little bit of strange up and down. There's some steps going up into the kitchen and some steps going up into the dining area, uh, which you have to be okay with. But um, definitely worth checking out. Location is great. Garage is great. A lot of nice things about it and, and a little different than what you're going to find elsewhere. Yeah. Now, the third property that uh, we're going to talk about this week, 328 Kent Street. This is a single-family house, 3,385 square feet, nine rooms, five bedrooms, three-and-a-half bathrooms, patio, garage parking, all for $2 million. And it's just around the corner from uh, the Longwood Towers. This is on Kent Street. And let me just say up front, I absolutely love this house. This was my favorite. I would live in this one if I could. I think I think I could hear your pulse quickening even as you started to describe it. Uh, it is a great house. It is a great location. Layout wise, I think Avi really liked. That there's a lot of nooks to it, um, which is it, it gives it a, an interesting feel and cozy. Um, some of those, I think, it's worth mentioning, can be opened up. So the kitchen has a little breakfast room, and then the dining room 
all of that could easily be opened up if you want something bigger. Um, and but why would you? You have a breakfast room, a bedroom office, a library, a sunroom, a living room, a dining room, the kitchen, the patio. That's all just on the main level. It's true. But some people like an open feel. And if they go in there and they say, oh, I don't like it cut up this way, um, you know, at least the kitchen area can be opened up very nicely. It's a big open space. You know, but- yeah, that, that might be nice to take away those cabinets separating the kitchen from the breakfast room. Uh, that could be a nice way to let in some more light and uh, uh, have, have that be a little bit more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So not the biggest backyard on this house. It, it doesn't go that deep. And the house itself is a little narrow, but very comfortable and, and a lot of different spaces you could go to. The, the lower level, right now they have it as a family room and an exercise room, but there is a, a full bathroom down there as well. So you could use it uh, if, you're, if your parents are visiting or uh, an au pair is staying there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good space and, and, and the direct entry garage as well. So very, uh, that's a great feature. You don't see a lot of them Brookline this week. We have at least two of them. And that's all in addition to the four bedrooms, two full bathrooms and deck on the upper level. Yep. So another interesting thing to note, this, this week, there are actually quite a few uh, properties came on the market without broker tours. This is a, a little bit surprising how heavy the activity was this week for new listings, given that it's Super Bowl Sunday and it's freezing out. Yeah, I guess the feeling is people need something to do. Uh, in the afternoon while they're waiting anxiously for the kickoff. So why not go out and see some houses? So if anyone listening is interested in any of them, should certainly reach out to one of us. We'd be happy to meet you and go through them with you. Stay tuned for next week. We might do a different format. I'll uh, have a special guest uh, to shine a different perspective on the market for us. Right. And we don't know who that's going to be yet and neither do you. So you're going to have to click in to find out. We'll look forward to you hearing from us then. Absolutely. <laughs>